ICT News Launchbox 节目，征求以节目内容所设计的教案。第一名不但将受邀到 ICT 访问，还会为自己的班级赢得一次 ICT 前进校园活动。报名直到五月三十一号，快上 ICT 官网查询。Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 111 points this morning from last week's close at 15,943 on turnover of 4.1 billion NT. The market gained ground last Friday as global shares bounced back after losses earlier in the week, shrugging off the latest data showing U.S. wholesale prices soaring 11 percent in April from a year earlier. The Central Epidemic Command Center is considering loosening the current three plus four isolation rule for individuals who live in the same household as someone who has tested positive for the coronavirus if they have received a third booster shot vaccine dose. According to Health Minister Chen Shizhong, two options are currently being considered. The first will enable individuals to no longer need to isolate, but instead undergo seven days where they have to take a rapid antigen test every day and get a negative result before leaving their homes. While the second option does not require any testing or negative results. Meanwhile, several cities and counties are planning to offer cash vouchers and free rapid tests to incentivize seniors to get fully inoculated against the coronavirus or receive a second booster shot. Kaohsiung Mayor Chen Tiemai says city citizens who are 65 or over will receive cash vouchers valued at 500 NT if they complete four vaccination shots before the end of May, and get an additional 200 NT voucher when they complete their third and fourth shots. The Pingdong County government says it will give 500 NT to individuals 65 or over if they get inoculated by the end of May. While in Tainan, those age 65 or over will receive a free coronavirus rapid test if they get their fourth shot by the end of May. Meanwhile, in international news, North Korea is reporting eight new deaths and almost 293,000 people with fever symptoms amid a growing COVID-19 outbreak. The North's emergency antivirus headquarters says more than 1.2 million people fell ill amid a rapid spread of fever since late April, and about 565,000 are currently under quarantine. State media did not specify how many of the fever cases and deaths were confirmed as COVID-19 infections. 
Leader Kim Jong-un blasted officials during a ruling party meeting on Sunday, saying delays in medicine deliveries were caused by their irresponsible work attitude. Kim ordered his military to get involved in the pandemic response in the country's capital, Pyongyang. And U.S. President Joe Biden and the First Lady are due to travel to Buffalo in New York on Tuesday, following a mass shooting there which left 10 people dead. Our Washington correspondent, Jagriti Dave, reports. U.S. President Joe Biden spoke about the attack at a Sunday service at the U.S. Capitol honoring law enforcement who've lost their lives in the line of duty. The Justice Department has stated publicly that is investigating the matter as a hate crime, racially motivated act of white supremacy and violent extremism. The suspected gunman has been charged with first-degree murder and is being held without bail. He has pleaded not guilty and is on suicide watch. Buffalo's police chief said the suspect was detained for a mental health evaluation last year. The attack in Buffalo is the deadliest mass shooting in the United States this year. It was followed by another shooting on Sunday at a church in Southern California, which has killed at least one person. All this has once again reignited the debate around gun control and put the spotlight back on the rise in hate crimes across the country. That was Drukruti Dave. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.